Welcome to the call tonight. Let me get going here. I got a lot of uh, property information sheets here tonight. I want to see how many of them I can get covered. Our operator's name is Rashawn. Rashawn. And um, if you want to get to Rashawn, which you'll have to do to talk to me, you have to hit star zero and give her a little bit. She might be on the call with somebody else. Please don't hit it twice or you've taken yourself back out of the loop. Then you'll have to hit it a third time. Sean will put you in the queue. If you have a property information sheet here, then I certainly want to talk to you. I'll call out those names here in a moment. But you can also get in the queue to just ask questions. And um, Sean will put you in whatever order you come in. Now, there are two types of folks on this call tonight. First type are Gold Club members. You have the uh, right to ask questions, if you get in the queue, and participate in the conversation and send property information sheets in. Too late now, but um, by the way, if you have a property information sheet and you have the information on it, I can still talk about it if I have the sheet in front of me or not. But, of course, our deadline to get those in is 4 o'clock on the day of the call, which is always the second Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a Q&A call, and part of that Q&A is screening your deals for you and commenting on those. So let me call some names here. If you're one of these, you must get in the queue for me to talk about your sheet. I won't talk about it unless you're on the other end of the line. I have Deborah Hebert here. I have Rob Wayne here. I have George Serranos here. And I have Joseph Campbell. And, Joe, you submitted a lot more than I'm going to talk about tonight, so you need to be picking your top three. And let's talk about your top three. You sent in eight. I just can't get in eight in onto this call here. We've only got an hour or so tonight. I got Karen Martin, who sent in a couple. And I got uh, Jerry Sabrowski. And Ray, I can't read your last name, Ray, because it's blurry, but you're from Edge, uh, the property is from Edgewater, Illinois. And then I have Chester Smith. So if you're one of those folks, you certainly want to get in the queue. I'll take you in order that you got in. A little bit about uh, where I'm going to be in the next month or so, and we're going to get going. This, uh, this month I'll be in Tampa at the Quick Start School from the 18th through the 21st, uh, 20th, and I'll be in San Antonio all day on the 21st to do an all-day workshop for the San Antonio group there. So if you happen to be in that area, make sure you get a hold of our office, and we'll tell you how to get in that. Um, March, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh on the 7th, We're working for the Acre group there, and in Springfield, Missouri on the 21st, and uh, on the 25th through the 28th, be in San Antonio delivering the Quick Start School there. Now, I have on the 22nd, I'm going to an I Love Lucy show at 7 o'clock. Oh, you don't care about that. All right. Okay. Um, let's get started here. By the way, if you're not a Gold Club member, you can go to ronsgoldclub.com. ronsgoldclub.com. Join. It's a measly $59 a month. Best bargain in real estate. No long-term commitments. Get out anytime you want and just a massive amount of uh, tools there. By the way, I heard a gentleman on the phone a while ago as I was bouncing in and out, said he couldn't find the land trust agreement, and that's because it's not called land trust. It's called declaration and agreement for trust. You will find that on your under your resources button there, and you go into forms and agreements, and I think it's under standard forms and agreements, declaration and agreement of trust. 
and there's a deed on there as well, deed to a trust, which is a deed we would use most of the area uh, throughout the country. You will, it is on there. And also there's a search engine up there, you know, you can put in the word land trust or just trust period and it should uh, take you right to the proper documents. So let me get started here. Rashawn, do you have people waiting? Yes, we do. Our first okay. question is coming from Sharon Lee. Sharon Lee, please go ahead. Sharon, where are you from? I'm you from Minnesota, but I've driven 14 hours. I have another hour left to get to Toronto for some family stuff. Uh, you're going the wrong way, girl. It gets colder as you go north. I know. Well, it's you. even snowier than it is in Minnesota. Yeah, better be in Boston, though, isn't it? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> What's on your mind, dear? Um, so um, so my, my lawyer, my real estate lawyer, asked me to ask you a question because he said, uh, I've only done uh, lease purchases, and he said, uh, and I was going to do, a, a person wants to uh, buy another home, and so you said that the only way really to do it honorably is to do it subject to or do it with the terms where I'm paying in Minnesota, it's .036 to transfer, now I might get this the wording wrong, I, I don't get the deed until the thing closes, but I have to do a transfer fee. It ends up... Um, All right, stop. Okay, stop. If you buy it subject to, you get the deed. If you buy so it... I actually get the deed. You yeah. get the deed. However, if you buy it subject to, you probably have eliminated them from getting another loan because they cannot show any income to wash out their current debt. I thought you said that the only two ways you can do it to sh so that they can get another mortgage is subject to or terms. No, I didn't say any such thing. So, uh, okay. If you buy it subject to, uh, there's like I said, they can't wash out their debt. Uh, and by the way, don't ever, ever, ever tell anybody they can go get another mortgage. That is entirely up to the lender that they're going to and how they want to interpret it and how they want to make their own rules. Even okay. when you buy it with owner financing, yeah. even okay, when you so buy it with owner financing, the lender may or may not allow them to uh, qualify for another loan, that's up to them. Okay, so if I do an owner financing, here's the three things that the, the lawyer asked me. They're pretty well the same. He says, I, you're not protecting yourself. So he said, number one, um, that um, unless the owner signs on it, um, that the uh, bank won't, like if it closes, if, if, if the option well, anyway, when I finally sell it to somebody else, the owner has to be there to agree to that. No, they that, don't. Your lawyer okay. is wrong. Okay. Then he said with a wrap, um, there's nothing to file. And he said, what happens if the owner decides to put a second mortgage? Then I'm junior to that mortgage. And the Sharon, third one Sharon, was, I, I tell you, I don't really want any more questions from your lawyer because you got the wrong lawyer. Your lawyer simply don't understand basic real estate. So even if there's a bankruptcy, do 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 I have any interest in the property? You, if you own the property and the seller files bankruptcy, you still own the property. Absolutely. And from okay. your lawyer says that if you buy it on a wrap, what's to stop the seller from getting another loan on it because the seller don't own it anymore? That's frankly a really dumb question. So if I do a wrap, then I, I have the deed? If you do a wrap, they deed it to you, and you give them back a note and mortgage or a deed of trust. That's correct. That's now, that's, 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 not applicable. Uh, what would, that's not what applicable on a land contract, but it is applicable on a wrap. 
Okay, you said they deed it to me and I get back what? They deed it to you and you give them back a note and mortgage. Or note and mortgage. Trust, depending on what state you're in. And mortgage. Okay, and what about if I buy it with owner financing and that don't is do a wrap? Oh, is that is owner financing. So the only way, if they want to get another mortgage, and I know it's subject to the bank, but the only way to do it so that they even have a chance is to do just is to do a wrap. A wrap no other way. A wrap or a lease purchase. But a lease purchase, then the the I thought that that they, they wouldn't qualify because it's two years before they can qualify the income from it. Uh, that again depends on the lender that you're going to. And I'm telling you, those rules change regularly. You should not even be involved in that conversation. If somebody asks you, will I be able to qualify, This your answer is, this is something you should check with your lender. Okay, so the best way that you know that most likely is to just do a wrap. Yes. Okay, I got it. Okay. All right, thank you. Rashawn. Okay. Our next question is coming from Jerry. Jerry, please go ahead. Jerry, who lives where? In Raleigh. It's Jerry and Rebecca again. Okay. Do I have a sheet on you? No, we don't have a sheet this week. All right. Okay. We do have a property, though. Um, we were talking with a lady about a property. She's asking 789000 for it. Mm-hmm. And originally we were talking about doing a lease option. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just kind of still negotiating on the terms. And she and her husband talked about it and decided they did not want to do that. So I haven't gotten back with them again, but I was wondering about uh, just doing an option, and I haven't done one of those. And, What's the um, R? <laughs> What's the R? Um, it's it's at least that. It's it's, it's hard to it, there's it's it's in the middle of nowhere. Well, Jerry, aren't yeah. you asking me should I option a property where the seller is asking retail price? Yes. What's the answer? No. Well, no. I'm, well, I think it's worth a lot more than what they're asking for. It. Well, then when I ask you what's the ARV, give me a straight answer. What's the ARV? Okay. I can't I would make it up for probably you. probably 900 Okay. So you really think it's worth 100000 more than they're asking? I do. Okay. You have real comps to prove that? That's hard to, that's hard to do. Well, yeah. you know, when you're optioning the property, you're looking for a cash buyer. That's correct. Yeah. And now you're looking for one at top retail price, and people who can um, get a loan or write a check for nine hundred thousand dollars are going to be a little bit picky and probably want to do some negotiating. I'm not sure there's not still money left in there for you, but honestly, I, I'm not going to option a property with a hundred grand spread in it unless I really got a hot market. Do you? Um, probably not in that area. No. Well then you don't have anything working for you, and your chances of success are not very good. I mean, you really don't have anything to lose but a little time and effort because your marketing costs are about nil. Right. So just make sure that you have a clear understanding with your seller that you get to keep everything above their asking price. Right. And nothing's going to happen until you find that buyer, and then you have to figure out how it's going to get showed because I assume they're still living in it, right? Yeah, they are. Yes. Well, they have to be willing to show it then with a call, not discuss numbers, just show it. And then you need to have it for at least 90 days. Right. Okay. And then you just go guns blazing and um, go out there and see what you can turn up. Not nice, Are you, nice if it was in a hot market. Yeah, I guess the other uh, 
the other question in relationship to that was, are you going to tell us more about your new website as well for these kinds of houses? Um, just answer the email. Tish will send you back the information. Okay. It's um, luxuryhomeswithownerfinancing.com. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ron. You're welcome, Jared. All right, Rajan. Okay, our next question comes from Bob. Bob, please go ahead. Hi, Ron. This is Bob Nugent. I'm in New Jersey, good old Jersey. How you doing? Listen, uh, I just got your whole package. Uh, I signed up with the whole package, uh, the 2995 package, and that. And um, I got all this wonderful literature. I've been getting your CDs and your emails and all that stuff and following it. And I'm a little bit overwhelmed. And um, my number one question was, where do you think I should start? I, I really want to start with no money and, and uh, no credit to start. You know, I have a oh, business now. That's where you need to start and finish. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I mean, you got uh, pretty homes, uh, ugly homes, and I'm just figuring out where with this package I got. I don't know what package you got, Jerry. I'm, I'm, I mean, what's your first name again? Bob. Bob, sorry. I don't. Know I got the pretty name. house terms, pretty house terms, and the ugly house. Uh, okay. Well, you mentioned twenty nine ninety five. Oh, that was on our web, our launch thing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right. So sorry. You're a veteran, huh? Huh? Are you a veteran? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, here's where you start. You take the uh, terms course and you plug it in and you listen to those CDs and watch applicable DVDs and do what it says to do step by step because that you're in the pretty house business there and that is going to be probably how you're going to get your first check. Okay. It does not require money or credit. Okay. Yeah, I was just looking at because the ugly houses, you figure you're just going to flip those. I know some contractors. I just thought I didn't know which way I should start. So I did start with a pretty house, but then I got through some of it. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I should just ask you about which way to go with this. But I'll stay with what I'm doing. Which, which I have, camp are you coming to? I'm sorry? When am I going to see you live? In June, I think, right? I have oh, to man. sign up for that thing. You don't want to wait that long, man. You, you already paid for it. Get your butt in the boot camp. I'm doing Tampa next week. <laughs> I have my. Unfortunately, I got my regular my 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 uh, income comes from my business, and I can't leave my business. Otherwise, I would definitely go to Tampa. Don't forget, I'm in Jersey. It's kind of cold up here. Well, how are you going to get there in, Mar in June? I'm in Jersey. Oh. You're in Jersey. I'm coming to you, huh? Yeah. Well, the, the mountain Mohammed's coming to New Jersey. Well, look, I ain't gonna beg you. But you have you have any idea how much money you're going to lose between now and June while you're trying to save a few travel costs? Uh, well, let me see what I can do. I'll get through this. And uh, I got this quick start uh, real estate virtual training certificate. So yep. I guess I can I can that? do that. Okay. But I have one more question for you, Ron. Um, mm -hmm. I have a I have my referral real estate license. Yes, sir. Uh, is that something I should really keep, or should I get away from that? What, what would you recommend as far as doing it? Keep it until I see you at the live training, and then you can decide from there. Really? Okay. But I still have to recognize it when I'm doing any, anything, any deals with people. I have to let them know that I am a realtor. Yes, you do, and there's no such thing as a realtor. That's real tour, Bob. Real. I know. I just heard that on your CD, too, dummy. <laughs> well, it's good talking to you, Ron. I, I like this. There's a lot of stuff, but uh, I'll work on it, and I'll see what I can do about getting down there sooner. All right, man. All right. Rashawn. 
Next we have Stephanie. Stephanie, please go ahead. Stephanie from where? I am from Suitland, Maryland, right outside of Washington, D.C. Got it. What's on your mind? Well, I have a couple of questions. I just recently joined, and um, I basically I'm looking for the script to initially speak with the seller. I have, like, 10 to 15 houses that I want to mm-hmm. um, do the pretty house business on. Mm-hmm. What do and you have on my- I just don't know how to start the conversation with them. Well, do you have don't you have my property information sheet? I do. Okay. Well, that is the script to get the information from the seller. Um, yeah, I just like just when I'm getting them on the phone because it's not really a boss that I'll be transferring them to. Uh, well, so. come on then, just leave out the word boss. I'm just talking <laughs> about your house. Okay, I mean, I I did kind of do a demo on someone I know who's a real estate investor. He has a lot of houses, uh-huh. and I um told him, you know, you know, I want to buy one, and he was really cocky, and he was just like, you know, well, how are you going to get it? What what money do so, you have? Listen to me. Ignore everything a real estate investor told you because you're not going to be calling real estate investors nor working with them. Exactly, but but he actually he he said okay to everything. He's I, I went through the terms with him because I watched the term videos a couple of times, you, you and um, he agreed no to. You have little uh, or no chance of working out a deal with him. What's that? You have little or no chance of working out a deal with him. Little. A little or no chance. Little. I, I would say I have some chance. Okay, I said little or no. Yes, yeah, so I would I mean, say both of those apply, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> so you got my terms, course. Yes. All right. Well, you got everything you need in there to do terms deals with, except you know some live training. Right, but I'm I'm just like the other guy that just spoke. Is I need to start with no money and no credit, and I would love to finish there too. Wow. Let me a make it clear, you home. and everybody listening. We always start with no money or no credit. That's the whole <laughs> purpose of what we do. Exactly. Um, yeah. A couple of the homes are actually in the million dollar range. Yes. And um, the sellers want to either downsize or the other one just wants to get out of the house. It's too big, and they're all. What's your question? Um, go ahead. we got a lot of people holding on. What's your question? I mean, I'm just, I, at that point, I'm just, I'm, I just want to make sure I have enough to actually call and talk to them. You have everything you need in terms, course, including the scripts to call, to talk to them after you get the property information sheet filled out. You just got to okay. follow the instructions. They're very cleanly, clearly labeled. When you get the property information sheet filled out, they're either going to do terms or they're not. And if they're not, you're done. And if okay. they are, if they are, it's going to be a lease purchase, or you're going to our owner financing. And the, the script and your manual are clearly labeled to as to when to use which. Now that manual I cannot locate. Um, so I guess that's my question. So what can you, you tell me where that is? Uh, you don't have the terms course if you don't have the manual. It comes with it. Well, I, I'm on the Gold Club. Yes. And so the terms, um, the terms is, I guess, is part of it. No, so you don't have my new terms course then. Is that what you're saying? I guess not. No. Well, you would know it if you had it. <laughs> 14 CDs in it and a whole bunch of DVDs. You'd know it if you had it. So... Uh, you're you're going to need to get that before you try to pull off some um, uh, terms deals because you don't have the tools to work with. You got a lot of training on the Gold Club, but it's not designed to replace the focus training of any uh, course 
designed for that particular purpose or any live event. The Gold Club is full of 10, 15-minute training videos and all the forms and agreements that are on all my courses, but that's not going to be enough for you to get out there and do business with completely. That's like trying to get to college and skip grade school and high school. Okay. You could do yourself more harm than good if you're not careful. Okay. Where did you get the, um, the course? All right. So how do I get that course? Uh, just contact my office tomorrow. You, you've got contact information all over your site, and uh, you can call them if you want. 904, uh, here, 800-567-6128. 800-567-6128. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Ms. Rashawn. Okay, next we have Jay. Jay, please go ahead. Jay from where? <clears throat> Hi, Ron. I'm I'm Jay from Greenville, South Carolina. Geez, I'm wondering where all my property information sheet owners are tonight. All right, Jay, what's on your mind? I just got some quick questions. Okay. Um, real quick. I got I went um and I got all your well, let me slow down. I got a deal on a ugly house from that was just sitting where you told me to drive around and find an ugly house. Uh huh. So what I need to know, can you tell me what video on your site that I can go to to fill out this purchase lease agreement? Um, so you're lease purchasing it from the seller? Well, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to put the, what did you say, put the $10 down? Then it's not a purchase agreement. It's purchase. What? I mean a lease agreement. It's a purchase and sale agreement. I meant to say a purchase and sale agreement. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, it's under forms and agreements. I have it, but don't you have a video that's kind of explained to you a little bit how to fill it out? Um... I got so many of them, Jay. I, I don't know if there's one specifically on that one or not, to be honest with you. But okay. if you will take the time to read that thing, it's kind of pretty self-explanatory if it's an all-cash deal. Yeah, it'll be an all-cash deal because it'll be the ten dollars well, down. Putting and, up you a ten-dollar deposit and the balance. Ten dollars deposit, and I got thirty days to try to find a cash buyer. Okay, so you yeah. thirty days down at the bottom. Thirty days after acceptance is your close. You got to decide who's paying what closing costs. It would yeah. probably be me, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. If I no. get a cash buyer, it would be the cash buyer, wouldn't it? Correct. I'd put most of them on the cash on the, the seller. Oh, oh, on the buyer. Okay. On the seller. On the seller. That's the seller's the one getting the money. Yeah, he's getting the money. So all I do is yeah. just do what you tell me to do is put my bandit signs out. Market says I have a, ca a house for sale, cash buyers only. No. To try to get cash buyers in. No. We don't put bandit signs. Oh, you mean, okay, is house vacant? I don't have a buyer's list right now. Is house vacant? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can put signs on the house, and you can put pointer signs to it, and that'll help you get your buyer's list started. And, of course, you got to get ads on Craigslist, which is probably where you're going to find the buyer for that house. Okay. All right. Fill and out the contract. Do the best you can. Don't worry about it. It's an all-cash deal. What's the worst can happen? Nothing, really. You just lose $10. That's, that's all. That's the worst can happen. But now my next question is, if you want to – I had an investor call me, and he's got a house that he wants to sell. But he yes. wants me to go in partners with him to, do to try to sell it. Would that be a bad deal? Yeah, it would be a bad deal. Plus, it's a little bit on the illegal side if you don't have a real estate license. No, I don't. <laughs> what he wanted to do was wholesale it to me because he couldn't no. find the cash buyers. Well, then uh, if he wholesales it to you, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you've got enough money in it to where you can go find a buyer. If he's uh, trying to sell it to you for too high a price, then you're just spinning your wheels. No, I think it would be too high because when I asked him about doing – uh, a terms agreement on it, like if I went and bought yeah. it from the seller myself, he didn't know what I was talking about. Right. Well, that doesn't so mean that the price is too high. Down. You'd have to give me some numbers to be able to comment on that. Yeah, I'm going to have to get you my um, sheet in. And my last about, question. 
Okay. Is uh, I got another. I done another deal. A lady called me off one of my signs because I what I done. I handwritten it like you told me. I tried it both ways right. with the print, and the print just don't work well for crap. So guys don't do the print. Um, he called me. He wants to move to Florida. He's not happy. But I gotta fill out that paper that you was telling me about, asking him all the questions. But he keep asking me about the alchemy in the house. How would he get his alchemy out of the house? Well, it depends. What does he owe? That's what I gotta get. I gotta get all that information. Well, so there you go. You you first gotta collect facts. Mm-hmm. And um, he's gotta be willing to do terms if he's got equity coming, and you're and you're gonna pay it to him. Yeah, he wants me to pay that up front, and that's what I got no, kind of told me. I'm gonna pay it up front. Don't pay it up front. If he wants all cash for the deal, the deal is dead unless it's at a really, really, really cheap price. Okay. And then I think that's it. And I'm getting ready to start up for your mentor class. It's the $1,500 a month. Do you recommend that for me to do that? Um, I don't have a $1,500 a month mentor class. I don't know what well, you're It's saying. not $1,500 a month. I think it's just $1,500. That's what they told me to pay. $500 uh, down and break it up. Uh, I don't know. You're talking about financing or mentoring? Yes, financing. Okay. I'm sorry. You've been to Quick Start? Uh, I got that quick start course. But you haven't been yet? No. Okay. you got to get there as fast as you possibly can, man. That's going to change everything you think about real estate. Okay. So everything else I'm doing so far, right. Where do you live? Greenville, South Carolina. All right. You get your butt down here to Tampa next week. Okay. Thank you, Ryan. You're Appreciate welcome. Appreciate it. Rashawn, do I have any – how many do I have holding? Um, You have about – Nine holding. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, I got a bunch of property information sheets here. I got to discuss with the folks that turned them in. So let's go ahead. And let's take the next in line. I'll try to talk less. Okay. Next we have Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Mike from where? Mike from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Ron. Okay, I've now. got a question. I want to know how you would handle this situation. Uh, we purchased this house five years ago or four, uh, four years ago, I'm sorry, and we put a tenant buyer in the house for five uh, five years. She's in year four of five. She went to get a loan. She was turned down. She then asked for her money back. Somebody told her the house was uh, illegally. The uh, carport was closed in in the back patio. As far as I can trace back, it looks like three owners ago where this work has, has been done, possibly three or four owners ago, maybe 25 years, and now I got the county uh, give me a notice of hearing, and they're um, going to fine us $50 a day until we restore the house back to its original condition. And I want to know how you would handle the well, refund of the money. Original condition. What is, how much does yeah. that cost? It, it could possibly cost twenty or thirty thousand dollars, maybe less than that, uh, fifteen or so to close. It's a carport's closed and it needs to be uh, either uh, pulled up to code, raised the floor up in the bottom, and uh, have permits pulled on it. I guess there was no permits pulled from whenever it was closed in many years ago, yeah. and and or put it back to its original, which is take tear out the you opening. Tear it out. I, th- I think it's probably a matter of. Of minor repairs to get it code complied, don't you think? I have no idea. I believe the floor has to be level with the inside of the building, and I'm not sure, but that's no. something I'm going to look into. I don't, I don't believe that. Well, you need to look into that first and okay. make your decision for you. you yeah, uh, went, my next question is, is why did she get turned down? 
She got turned down uh, probably because her credit wasn't good enough, but yeah. she, um, that takes away she... her That takes away her case about these repairs then. Well, she turned us into the county, and the county sent a notice of hearing. I had to go before a board, and the property's in a land trust. I had the trustee, which is the attorney in uh, Fort Lauderdale, went with me to the hearing, and he gave us six. They gave us 60 days to start pulling permits to either permit it and bring it up to code, or you know, tear it down and put it back to its original. Through I, I just you told me all of that. I'm trying right. to make you a point. She doesn't have a case to get her money back because she couldn't qualify for the loan. That's number one. Number two, okay. now you're beginning to learn why you buy properties in land trust, aren't you? Uh, that's the way we bought it. You have absolutely no personal liability here, and uh, the worst that can happen is you do nothing. Do nothing and let the uh, I said fees more up. Can happen. I didn't say you were going to do that. You need to get more facts. What would it actually take to make it code complied? Because you might very well want to do that. If it's too outrageous, then you have to go back to the seller and say, you sold me this thing, and now look where it's at. Uh, so, you know, what do you want to do? I'm not fixing it. Yeah, the seller's out of the country, and uh, they're elderly people. They moved back to the country where they were uh, okay. born and raised, well, I guess. Uh, again, I can't debate it with you all night. First, you find out no. what the true facts are about doing the repairs, and then that will help you make your decision on what to do. Obviously, you're not no. going to spend twenty or $30,000 on it. Exactly. But in addition, exactly. I would not give her back her deposit. She's trying to use that for an excuse to raise capital. She has no case there. Exactly. I figured that part out. All right. Appreciate your help. Thank you very much. Okay. Jean? Okay. Next we have Karen. Karen, please go ahead. Hi, Ron. This is Karen from Newark, Ohio. Um, I do have two lead sheets with you. All right. Okay. I'm looking them up. Okay, which one do you want to start with? Um, let's start with Tina Reynolds, the Empire Drive. Okay. Got him. Okay, so she's trying to sell this on her own. It's been for sale for a long well, time. Let me, let me enlighten all of our listeners about the math here. You guys <clears> want to write these things down, you probably weren't, are going to lose you. She's got a $120,000 loan with $1,100 PITI payment. And she's asking 130, so she wants 10 grand. Karen, is that right? Yes. And you think it's worth about what? Um, I think it's worth about 140. Okay. So she's asking 10 thousand dollars cash to mortgage, and her payments are current. Mm-hmm. The house is in. Well, it needs carpet. Is that right. Right. And I'm going to go see it tomorrow, so I'm not sure if there's anything right. else. But she said that's basically it. So four-bedroom, um, two-bath, two-and-a-half-bath, 1,700-square-foot house, two-car garage. Okay, so she just wants a little money to move. Right. right. So so those are my two questions. First of all, you know, what should I do about the 10000 in equity that she's wanting? And then secondly, she's moving out of state. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have to try to run her down at a later date to try to get, you well, know, a deed signed over. So what would I'd, be the best I'd option? buy it subject to, or I probably wouldn't even mess with it. Okay. And I'm certainly not going to give her ten grand. She only got twenty thousand dollars with totally equity in it, and that's assuming it's in excellent shape. And I understand it now needs a little bit of work. You'll know that when you right. get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, the best I'd do for it would be offer her two or three thousand dollars down and pay her closing costs and get her out of the house. Okay. And if she doesn't want it, leave her with the offer and wait till she does want it. How okay. Is she gonna get yeah. It? Yeah, because she's moving at the end of the month. So. There you go. <laughs> so okay. So, 
So All right. take a, you take a pad out, a yellow pad, and you write that down. Here's what I can do for you, and you leave it with her. If she's not ready to do it now, which she probably won't be, uh-huh. she say, I just tell her, you don't have enough equity in it, and the house needs a little bit too much work for me to give you ten grand. I'll okay. Give, I'll give you three. It's the best I can do. Okay. Okay, and then the second one um, for Kimball. Okay. Um, it's actually my niece, so, you know, I want to be somewhat sensitive um, to that so we don't cause some family problems. But she and her husband are having some problems, um, and they may end up getting a divorce, but right now they're trying to work it out. So that's my biggest question on All right, this. Let's catch our listeners up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a $110,000 house with um, 95 owed on it. Mm-hmm. Two mortgages with a total of seven ninety a month, P-I-T-I. She says, yes, she'll at least purchase. She'll do whatever you ask her to do. Right. Um, Two-bedroom, two-bath, 1,172 square feet. Needs no repairs. Two-car garage. Mm-hmm. Two-bedroom, two-bath. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the that's, problem. That was your market. That's not a problem. <laughs> I've done a lot no. of two-bedroom houses. <laughs> So it's just to get to get a decent enough price out of it, um, you know what she's really wanting. I don't think I'm not sure if I can get that, but well, I do. I I'd, I'd tell her I'd take over your debt and pay your closing costs. That's all I'd do for. Her. Okay. And even then, I'd probably put it under contract for as long a term as you can get out of her, and see if we can get it on the market, and see what happens before you close on it. Okay. But you know, seven hundred ninety dollar a month payment on a PITI, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, and then the other question I had. If they would get a divorce, what would that? How would that it impact? Doesn't affect it? you at all as long as both of them sign the deed when you buy it. Okay. Okay. So if I would buy it subject to. Yep. Okay. Both have to sign. So, and then the the mortgage being in their names um, wouldn't be impacted by nope, the divorce. Not your problem. Okay. All right. Those were my questions. Thank you. Okay. All right. Rush on. Okay, next on the line we have George. George, please go ahead. George. Hi, Ron. George Sarianos here from Philadelphia. How are you? Gotcha. Okay, how many you got in here? Two of them. Two? Okay. Which one do you want to start with? 1556 Rodney Drive. Got it. Let's catch them up. $300,000 asking, 270 mm-hmm. loan. Mm-hmm. And so, in other words, they want thirty grand, and you think it's worth just about what they're asking. Right. And a $2,300 PITI payment on it. They say mm-hmm. they will at least purchase it. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,800 square feet on an acre. Yep. Uh, and then it says initially she agreed to sell for what she owes, but then she's he on around. Yeah, once she saw a little, she saw the numbers on uh, on an email, that's when I think she clammed up a little bit. So now she wants uh, 300 grand. Uh, she'll do a lease purchase for three hundred grand, but she wants it with oh, it's uh, vacant. Lease term twelve oh, to eighteen months. It's vacant. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. This is where you got to play Monopoly. Yeah. She owes pretty much. You know, she owes a little less than what it's worth, but uh, she's got a twenty-three hundred dollar month payment, which you're not going to uh, take over and agree to pay. So you're not doing anything to you plug in a buyer to this house. Right. So. um I probably, you know, you can go as high as two ninety with her if you want to. Yeah, that's three hundred. I'd go two ninety on a lease purchase. Right. At her payment of twenty three hundred, which is very high. Why is it very high? Why is it so well, high? Taxes are horrible out here in PA. Okay. Um, well, they're horrible for you. They're horrible for everybody else. So it's to be expected right. then. Yep. So I do a lease purchase on it for two ninety. 
with a $2,300 a month payment starting 30 days after you install a tenant buyer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get 90 days to do that. And then I put it on the market for about 3099 and see if we can get 20 grand out of your buyer and let them uh, move in and probably won't. Uh, whether you do a sandwich or not, I don't know yet, but looks like I we'll probably wind up signing it back to her. Yeah, I wouldn't do a sandwich lease because the, the PITI and the rent payment are about the same. Uh, market rent's probably calling about well, two grand. So. You're still doing a sandwich lease. You're just going to wind up getting out of it, George, and assigning it back to her. Right, okay. okay. So my only real question here is because I was thinking what you had suggested was, you know, um, I feel like it's got to be at least a, a, a three-year term. Um, yes, to make it. Oh, you know, you can do a two-year if you have to. You're gonna, you're gonna get out of it anyway. Right. Okay. And two years is plenty long enough for somebody to go qualify for loans they want to. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Since you're getting out of it, I don't care. Right. Right. Okay. You got Thank fifteen, you. twenty grand sitting there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Be careful. You don't become your own customer prevention department. <laughs> yeah, I tend to do that. I guess so. Um, You're not alone. All right, all right. Hey, so that's that one. Here. And she uh, she needs help. So, but uh, you know, I think it's just a matter of seeing that. Make her the offer. Let her sit on it. First, yeah. next time she makes a payment, you get a call. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Okay, you got another one here. They're asking two hundred, and it's worth two hundred, but they owe one eighty. And yes, they'll sell for what they owe. It's twelve sixty six p i t i. Six bedroom, two and a half bath, twenty four hundred square feet. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this one's easy. <laughs> go, go take it subject two. Yeah. So um, the so I guess this kind of gets to what you were saying earlier, which is uh, try not don't worry about what what they're trying to do in terms of a second mortgage for another property. But he kind of vented to me that he's looking to sell this because he wants to move to New Jersey. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he wants to go qualify for another loan. No, he does. Yeah, he does. Well, then you you can't make him any promises that he can. Right. No, I agree. Yep. You might want to ask yourself, what's he going to do if he don't sell to you? Yeah. He's going to probably have to take it, probably sell it for a little bit under what he owes and probably come to, to the table with some money. Well, uh, sometimes they will certainly do that. That's his choice. Not yep. your decision to make for him, though. Be careful we don't get in the habit of trying to think for him. Yep. Tell him what you can do and let him decide if it'll work. Okay. So the uh, the wrap suggestion you were saying earlier, um, you can I was You can put it on a wrap for 180 Put it on a wrap for 180 Yep. You wrap his 180 make the same payment he's making, P-I-T-I, and put a balloon in it uh, if, you, if you need to, and... I'll immediately ins- install a tenant buyer in it that they, they can get it qualified within the next year or so. Right. Okay. And the only peculiar thing with this is he's a disabled vet, so his property tax bill is zero. Uh, and I- I'm going to look into this, but I just was wondering if you ever ran into this where if you take over the property, does the how does that work if the well, tax bill is zero? it'll go away next year most likely, but it's there all the rest of this year. Right. And by the way, since he is a, a, a vet, and he's got a VA loan, most likely. Yeah, I would think so. He, he can. He, they will not call this loan due for sure because it's right in the VA rules that they won't if he sells it on contract. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. Thank you, Ron. Okay. Rashawn. 
Okay, our next question is coming from Waldrop. Waldrop, please go ahead. Where are you from? It's Paula from Massachusetts. Paula? How did she get Waldrop out of that? I think she went with my last name. Oh, okay. (laughs) Massachusetts, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. We're ready to come down there and be snowbirds. We've decided that. (laughs) You don't even want to know what the temperature was today. I'll cry for sure. Yeah. I've been watching the snow climb higher and higher on the fence out my window. So. Oh, my God. Well, I have a couple questions. One, we keep getting stuck. With, we're getting, like, higher-priced homes that are nice homes, um, but their monthly payments seem a little high for what we might be able to get rent for them, and, and I don't know, maybe we're overthinking it um, because uh-huh. they're willing to take monthly payments from us. Uh-huh. Um, are they willing to do a wrap? Some of them are willing to do wraps. Okay. And well, listen, if you uh, write them up and give yourself plenty of time to close and make it clear to them you're not going to close till you find the buyer, what's what's the worst going to happen? Okay. Okay. It, That's what I've been kind of thinking, but I, I kind of freeze at that point. I know. Um, because I just feel like, you know, I'm probably not going to have anything happen, but I guess it's no, not. That's, that's not, not true. You are overthinking it, Paula. You'll be okay. surprised what the market will pay, and if their payments are high, everybody's payments are high. Then the market, and don't don't um, assume that because it won't rent for that, that somebody living in it with an option to buy it won't pay more. They will. Okay. Okay. All, all and would I get most of the money then, maybe from an upfront fee that that's being charged? Well, that depends on um, if you're getting any equity when you buy it or not. Okay. That's where you get your front end money for sure. Right. It's your, right. It's your, 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 what you call a fee is the, either there is probably their lease option deposit. Correct. Correct. Which is part of their down payment. Okay. Okay. And then one other question: When you're dealing with veterans, um, we have somebody that's willing to do a wrap, but he wants to free up his certificate so that he can move forward and buy again. It's is there a way of doing that without nope. assuming his mortgage or nope. Nope. buying nope. it outright from him? Nope. You're not going to assume his mortgage under any circumstances, and you're not going to buy it outright from him. Okay. Uh, well, first, here's what I'd tell him. I'd say, listen, what do you care about freeing up your certificate anyway? You can go get an FHA loan with only 3.5% down, which is true. Right. And so, you know, if you think about it, that three and a half percent down is all the only difference between the FHA and the VA deal. Right. Same, right. Pretty much the same term, same closing cost, same everything else. Okay. Okay. So he would have to come up with his own three and a half percent though. We wouldn't offer that in any way. Of course. Unless you're giving him a down payment that he can use or something. Right, look, unless look, you're giving him some I, equity out of it. Okay. I I want all of you to not be telling people what they can do when you're not even sure they can do it. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the banks will do. My line is always, I don't know whether your lender is going to approve it or not. You should check with them. I can only tell you how I can buy it. If that will work for you, let's move forward. Okay. Okay. Don't make promises you can't keep. Right. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome, Ron. Bye. All right, Rashawn. Okay, next on the line we have Jerry Zabowski. Jerry, please go ahead. 
All right, Jerry, I know I got one from you. Yeah, how you doing, Ron? I'm doing good. It's uh, in Stone Harbor. Did you see it? It's an almost $4 million house. Oh, I didn't get any $4 million house, did I? Yeah, this one is $3,899,000 is what he wants. Man, that takes nerve to even be looking at a house that price. I'm trying to find it, Jerry. Okay. Oh, I do have. Let's see. Three million nine hundred thousand. Same price as the one we got out in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. It's um worth about that, give or take. And he said yes to owner financing. Yeah, he did. And here's where my problem is. I didn't get your big chunks. I'm going to get that next, so that I can probably have more ammunition. I didn't want to mess the deal up. I talked to the guy for about 15 minutes, and um, he couldn't tell me how much a month he wants. He couldn't confirm the asking price or whether he wanted anything down. And I would ask him the questions and wait, and and he'd come back in. The, you know, it took him a minute to respond, and he'd say, I don't know. So I didn't want to press him. I figured, let me talk to you, and then do I press him? Do I give him a number? Well, first, no. First of all, he said he wants 20% down, huh? No, no. I'm, I, on okay. all my sheets, I do that. I just want to figure if they had to do a regular well, note. 20 you tell me. Did you ask him if he would, uh, how much he wanted down? Yes, I did. And what did and he say? He said that he, did, I, he waited a whole minute before he responded. He said, I don't know. Okay, and did you talk to him about a monthly payment? Yes, I did, and it's the same thing. Almost another minute went by, and he didn't know. And then he seemed to get a little agitated when I was trying to make sure that the place is free and clear, and it is free and clear. Okay. And then I even asked him, how soon do you want to sell it? And he just said, I don't know. So right. I don't know what the story is with the guy, and I don't want to press him. Well, said, let me well, talk to you how, first. How far is the house away from you? Uh, it's about... Uh, 40 minutes, half hour, something like well, that. You might want to make an appointment and go down and, and go out and talk to him, yeah? Maybe the guy's got a some kind of a mental issue or something. I don't know. Um, but when, when you're out to the house, at least you'll have a relationship with him. And it, yeah. sounds, it sounds like the kind of seller you need to slow down with, Jerry. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't paying attention to that when I was talking to him. And I, I kept hitting him with things. Yeah. And I didn't realize that he was that slow. Yeah. And even when my VA was talking, she made a note that he was like a one-word guy. Yeah. If he's just I got it. Digest, well, right? I'd say it's worth a trip out to the house. Okay. And you need to practice anyway. Besides, you just want to see what a $4 million house looks like. Oh, you? it's a beauty. I've seen some pictures. But I'll tell you one thing. Um, I had a, a couple of really good realtors in the area. He's right on the water. Um they came out with that three million seven hundred thousand, and then I did some research, and there really isn't any homes being sold that high up. The highest that I could find was three million five hundred ninety-five thousand. Jerry, it don't matter because you're going to put it under contract, and there ain't going to be any deal till you find a buyer anyway. Yeah, I, I I understand. Well, that's what you should tell him. So you know he don't need to be in a hurry to move. He's not, and. You just need to get it under contract on us, owner financing or lease purchase. He said he'd do both. Right. Owner financing is stronger, but you've got to get to that down payment and that monthly. He's got to name it. 
and then um, write it up. By the way, that's a perfect candidate for my website, my high-end house website. Yeah, I know. I, I, I thought of that, too. All right. All right, listen, I appreciate your house. Okay. Okay, thanks, Ron. All right, Rashawn. Okay, next on the line we have Herman. Herman, please go ahead. Herman, where you at? I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. And we sent the sheet in. My wife's name is Debbie Bear. I don't have it, Herman. You have called it. it out a little earlier, but it, it sounded like Hebert. The Kunas way is Bear. Okay, all right. I think I do have a Debbie here. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, I do. All right. We got an asking price of uh, 95 and so I think it's worth 115 And it is a, well, it's a no on owner financing, and it's a no on a lease purchase. So what do you need to know from me? I, I think their last question that they asked is that if we brought a buyer to him, would he buy it or would he turn it down? And he said, no, I wouldn't turn it down. To well, buy on terms. You can't even that was, be looking. That was done by the VA today, so they sent that. I really haven't had a chance to, to look at it in depth. You can't even um, be bringing a buyer to him until he agrees to terms in writing because you can't go sell it without a written agreement to buy it. Right. That was a that was a, an email that the VA sent to us, a lead that the VA sent over. I mean, you don't have any prize here, man. This certainly ain't worth fighting over. you got a three-bedroom, one-bath, 1,300-square-foot house, vacant, uh, you know, it's no biggie, $115,000. He's asking 95 for it. I, you don't have comps on here, so I can't tell if he's undervalued. Yeah, he said he would take 90. Um, well, then your, not, your next choice is to get him down to some owner financing if he wants to do it. He either wants to do it or he don't. And if he don't, there ain't no sense spending any more time on it. And... You know, if he does, you got to get him down to a very little or nothing down and small amount of payment as you can. That's that's the game. Yeah, we haven't gotten very far on that. I, I think we got that email today from the VA, so that was the okay. Well, get him on the phone. Send it over to you guys to get it in the deadline. All right. Well, anytime you get a lead sheet like this, now pick out the proper script. Do you have my course? Mm -hmm. uh, we're coming out to Tampa next week. Then you have my course. All right, pick out the proper script out of the terms and and follow through, and then you'll know whether you're in or out real fast because this one says no, 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 no. So, frankly, it would go to my side of my pile, and I wouldn't even bother with it. Right. And so, so if, if just for our, and I know you have a lot of other callers, but for argument's sake, if, if he's open to doing terms, because it sounded like that's what the VA was mentioning, uh -huh. that initially he was saying no, and then he said, well, maybe um, – you call might be interested in doing terms. My change okay. his mind totally. Just go through the talking to the principal. Okay. Well, Done I'm deal. Do. All right. I'll see you next week. Bring us back to lead. And I have, I have one quick question about a deal that that I actually uh, the house was being it was it was advertised for three ten. I made him an offer of one eighty five uh, on terms, nothing down. And his payment of sixteen hundred a month was PITI, and I wrote up the agreement. We're going to do a lease um, option, and I sent it to him. And two days later, he 
called, he emailed me back and said, how's this sold? And I haven't talked to him yet, but he had absolutely no zero movement on phone calls or anything. I know he didn't sell it. I'm just wondering if maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you, it sounds like a very low offer you made him. He probably just is a nice way of saying to you to get lost. You offer well, there's, purchase for 185 on a $300,000 house? I'm sorry, 285. I didn't mean 185. Okay, you offered 285. Yeah, I mean, and and he actually probably would have gone down a little bit lower. I found out afterwards, but he sent me an email back saying the house is sold a day later. Now, I, and I'm just wondering, just because I, I know as we talked about this, I think he got more and more interested in thinking, hey, why don't I lease option this out and do a do an owner financing deal with somebody directly and get a down payment for them directly? So what did you do? Give him a seminar on what you're going to do? No, I, I listened to a lot of the live callers. So I, I did tell him, I did give him a little bit of a seminar on it, but not a lot. Yeah. Um, I think okay. he got a little bit of information, and, and so actually I was going to call him back and just say, look, if that's what you're planning on doing, be careful what contracts you use because that might not be it. Uh, it wouldn't hurt to call him back, but I wouldn't be giving him no seminar. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to get that all the time, man. People change their mind all the time. Say one okay. thing, do something else. Sometimes it goes our way, sometimes it don't. No worries. Thanks a bunch. You're welcome. Rashawn? Okay, next we have Mary Ann. Mary Ann, please go ahead. Mary Hi, Ron. Ann. Hello. Hi, Mary Ann from California. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, um, can I just share a little bit? Sure. Okay. So uh, the property that uh, I got under lease purchase, Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it did take about four and a half months uh, paying the mortgage without no rent coming in to do the lease option because it had some issues. But uh, by using your scripts and your training and, of course, a lot of prayer, by God's grace of the day, I was going to call the lender to start a deed in lieu of foreclosure because I was behind. That very same day, I got a, a lady uh, that called that was very interested in the lease option, and in nine days, she was in the property and again, I got twelve thousand down, and I'm making four thousand cash flow. So, to all you listeners out there, never give up and do what Ron says. That's and I've I never said, I, and I've never met a bigger thinker brain than you. So, if you can do it, they can do it. Come, Marianne. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I, I do have a question. Yes. Uh, on one of your CDs with the Wolf, with the Wolf, the Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a skit where you met the sellers at their house and you, and you were signing the paperwork yes. and you asked the sellers for a testimony. Well, wouldn't it be best to get the testimony once the deal is actually closed with the attorney or not? Why don't you get the testimonies wherever you can get them? <laughs> well, I mean, if if the deal didn't go through, how they would just testimony that they met you, but if the deal goes through... Yes, and they usually get we get them at closing. That's true. Okay, and then the question number two, uh, can you explain what you mean when you uh, have on one of, I think one of the agreements that says that uh, you have the power of attorney? Can you give me an example when you would use that? The power of attorney means you have the right to uh, do anything that needs to be done concerning that house with the exception of signing a deed. You can't sign a deed with power of attorney, uh, but it just gives you, it's, it, you know, a release of authorization where you can get the information from the bank is all you need anyway. Uh, frankly, I don't even use the power of attorney. I haven't for years. Oh, okay. That's all my questions. Thank you. Okay. By the way, uh-huh. if I have any mentors on the phone right now, let me know. I haven't heard from anybody. 
Sometimes they get on here with some of their mentoring clients. Jump in. All right, Rashawn. Okay, next question is coming from Don. Don, please go ahead. Don who? Hey, Ron. I'm in Georgia. Okay. Okay. I have a contract on a house, uh, three bedrooms, two baths, uh, brick, almost five acres. Are you on a cell phone? Uh, I am. Well, you're breaking up on us, I can tell you that. Okay. Okay, let me see if I can change that. I'm in the car and it's coming through the speakers. Okay. Get on the phone. Is that better? That's better. Okay. Um, and so I, it's an own finance. Nope, that's not and, better. Oh. You're breaking okay. up. Just pick up the telephone. Talk to me. Get off speaker. Okay. Um, let me see. How about now? I don't better? know. Talk. Okay. So this is an owner finance. Mm-hmm. And they want, um, I've got it under contract. And uh, for 135, they want 10 down, and um, I'm a little concerned now because they want to. They're amortizing it over 30 years, but they want all their money in 10 years. So I'm kind of concerned about how I'm going to get the rest of it. Don't you need to worry time. about that at all. First of all, you're yeah. buying it in a land trust. A 10-year balloon is a long time. You're going to put an occupant in the house who's going to get you cashed out long before that. So you just got to give them a shorter balloon. Than you got. Huh? I want to live in it. I want to live in the house. Well, then live in it. Ten years is still a long-term balloon. What's the worst yeah. can happen? You don't get it paid off at the end of ten years, right? Yeah. We well, yeah. renegotiate, but by that time you'd be able to get a loan. You're probably going to sell it before then anyway. Right. Okay. okay. Anytime you make a well, deal with an individual, you can go back and change that deal. Just make it worth their while. Okay. I when I did the uh, got under contract, I put it under my business name. Yes. Um, but now, but my business is now supposed to be the trustee. So is that going to be a problem? No, you can assign your contract to to a land trust. You okay. don't need to make a big deal out of it. Just tell your attorney that you want to close it in ABC Corp as trustee or whatever your. Uh, in fact, use your entity as the trustee. Okay. And just put the words as trustee after your entity name, and then you're buying it in a land trust. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, I think um, the agreement for the trust, is that called paper trust? Because I didn't no. find that on the no. website. No, no, no. Uh, it's called agreement and declaration of trust. It's, on your re- it's in your resources, trust me. I've seen it a million times. Agreement and declaration of trust. Of tr- yes. Okay. Paper trust is okay. uh, similar, but it's for taking title to notes and incoming payments. Okay. All right. Agreement. Uh, and declaration of trust. Thank you so much. I'm going to make a note to have Nick on that thing, land trust, in parentheses tomorrow so you guys can find it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, great. And Nick, uh, get on a regular phone because you're breaking up all the way through this. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right, Rashawn, how many more we got in hold? There's currently no one in the queue. Really? We went through all nine of them, huh? All right. Okay. Well, guys, I don't know. Hold on a minute. I'm going to have to swap phones. Hold on.
Hello? You there? I'm here, Ron. Okay, good. I just want to make sure I was getting through there. phone was about to die on me. I was on a headphone. All right, there's no one in the queue right now? I have one person that just hit right. the queue. I'm going to pick them up right now, okay? Go for it. Who we got? Hello. Apparently, Rashawn is talking to them. So stay tuned. Joseph Campbell, I don't know what happened to you tonight, man. I got eight of these things in here for you. And I still have not heard from Robert Wayne. And Chester Smith. Okay, Ron? Yeah. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So next on the line, we have Arthur. Arthur, please go ahead. Arthur, from where? Uh, from Maryland. Okay. Can I do um, for you? I, I have a question, Ron. Today I got a, a call from someone who's looking to get a private loan. Now, I don't have funds to lend him, but is there a way I can make something out of this? No. Yeah. No. You cannot put borrower and lender together unless you have a mortgage broker license. Uh, shoot. Legally. Well, you can do anything you want illegally. You, you know, no, you I don't want to break the law. That's okay. why I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah. I always say you can rob banks till you get caught. Right. No thanks. <laughs> no. I wouldn't do well in prison. <laughs> no. I don't blame you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. How about it, Rashawn? Okay, next we have Bernie on the line. Bernie, please go ahead. Bernie, from where? Ewley, Florida, Ron. Okay, right up the street. Can okay. I do it for you? Uh, Ron, I'm kind of concerned about your health. My health? Yeah, you getting that spare tire now. <laughs> we want you around a long time. I've been knowing you a long time now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got me a spare tire. Is there anything else you, you know, want to tell everybody listening here, Bernie, besides my spare tire? I hope so, because I'm straightforward. <laughs> we we want you around a long time, because you, you're Papa, you know? That is my plan. Okay, thanks a lot, Ron. I'll work on a spare tire just for you. Okay, appreciate it. All right. All right, Rashawn. Who else you got? We're okay. not out of time, but if you got somebody waiting, we'll take them. Go ahead. Okay, so next we have Stephanie. Stephanie, please go ahead. Stephanie. Hi. Um, okay, so I have a seller who has a home that's a short sale, and it needs repairs because it recently flooded. Yes. Is this a good option, or is this a Well, that's probably a good short sale candidate because it needs repairs. In fact, the more repairs it needs, the better candidate it is. But I don't know with that description, Stephanie, whether it's a good option or not, since you give me nothing to work on. I have that. Um, yeah, I have that prepared. Now, she has a realtor as well. Is that going to be a problem? Absolutely. It's a big problem. You can't buy it if it's listed. Well, you can if you pay all cash for it. And, well, that's your intent anyway, I guess. You're going to do a short sale. 
But you got to tell me more than that. I'd need to know the ARV. I'd need to know the general repair costs, and and those two numbers are critical to, to what you would offer on it. And then what would what would you do if you had got it under contract for all cash with an approved short sale? What would you do with it? I would wholesale it. Okay. Well, that's all possible, but uh, you've got some logistical issues with the short sale because if you make an offer to the bank under your company name, then they're going to want it closed in that name. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, could we do the pretty house for our, for us personally to get our own home? Uh, most people do. That's certainly the way you ought to be buying your own home. Buy it with owner financing in a land trust or at least purchase it. And I prefer the owner financing or take over the deed subject too. Okay. And how do we find out about our state and land trust? Where do we go to gather that information? I remember there's no information for you to gather. Land trusts work in all 50 states. Okay. Thank you, Ron. All right, hon. All right, Rashawn. Okay, we have one more, and that is Mike. Mike, please go ahead. That will be our last one for tonight, which is Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, Ron. It's Mike and Kathy Allen from snowy Boston. Oh, Boston. Golly. Okay. Um, Ron, I have this property. It's a two-family uh, in Dedham, Mass. The owner is uh, owes about $400,000 on it, and it's in very bad shape. Uh-huh. Um, I, <clears throat> he wants to get rid of it, and I honestly don't want no, any part of it because uh, I don't want to deal with tenants. Now, I, what I, my intention was to... Uh, put it under contract under a land contract and try to assign my land contract to an investor. But, Mike, $400,000 for a two-unit? It's for in bad two, shape, even in for, Boston? Um, it's probably only worth about maybe four fifty, four twenty. but it's so, and it's, it's, and uh, he wants, he wants his loan balance on it. He but ain't going to get it. He's not going to get it. No, it's a so, short sale, I think. Well, he gonna get it. He, he's currently managing it, um, yeah. you know, and he, and he gets some rent out of it, and uh-huh. he does cash flow for him, a few, uh, three or $400 a month. My question to you is, uh, and I have it adver- advertised as uh, for sale, uh, owner financing, easy terms, uh, and so forth. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of calls on him, and when I – Whoa, investors, whoa, stop. Do you have this thing under contract? I do. To buy? To buy. For the loan balance. I have it to buy at the uh for four I have it to buy for four ten. So it's in bad shape and he wants ten thousand dollars on top of the loan balance. Right. And the reality is it's not worth any more than the loan balance. Probably less. Not even worth the loan balance in my opinion. Okay. All right. Okay, now, so you you've got it advertised uh for how much? Uh Four ten plus my assignment fee, so four twenty. No, there ain't no assignment fee. You need to just name a price on it. So it's four twenty. Mhm. Okay, so it's four twenty with twenty thousand dollars down. Is that the deal? So we're advertising uh, owner financing, um, trying to put. Uh, we're asking for a down payment of ten thousand dollars. No, you're not. And- you're asking for down payment of twenty thousand dollars. Okay, twenty thousand dollars. Now get that word assignment fee out of your head. You're asking right. for twenty thousand dollars down and a sales price of four twenty. It's that simple. Okay. And you get ten, and the seller gets ten. 
right? Now the 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 uh, owner needs twenty eight hundred dollars a month, and mm -hmm. in order to cover his underlying mm -hmm. mortgage, so that, that's the way it'll be sold. The payment right. coming from the buyer will equal the payment going out for the seller. Right, but mm -hmm. because the property is in such terrible condition, it's very difficult for any in investor to say, "Gee, I, I I want to you know take over this property and and uh, and." So what's the question, myself. Mike? I, I, the question is, how that, do? It sounds to me like a time waster from the beginning. But well, you got nothing is, to lose by trying. Well, uh, the the question is, how do I, when I investors come to see the property, I'm encouraging the vet, the investors to make any offer, or how can I no, present them? Any absolutely not. If okay. an investor doesn't bring twenty thousand dollars to the table, you got no deal and no reason to even sell it or get involved. So you just tell investors, look, we think it's worth. I think it's worth about four fifty. There's a loan on it of four hundred. Payment's twenty eight hundred. Got it's going to take twenty thousand dollars, and it, and it's going to need some work. But right now it's rented, and there's a positive cash flow on it, so it's all upside. Is it worth trying to describe a work for equity solution no, to any investor? No, no, no. These, these investors you're selling it to. Just tell them it needs some work. Don't over describe it. Don't. All right. Don't. You know you're you're, you're doing everything you can to keep them from buying it. Just tell them the facts. And in fact, those facts ought to be in your ad. Needs work, but fully occupied. Well, at the moment, only one unit is occupied. So, uh, what's the, what's the monthly rent for the one unit? The lower unit is uh, getting thirteen hundred a month, and the seller indicates that the upper unit rents for eighteen hundred. But I can't see how he can get that because it's such I, terrible. I'm condition. telling you, man. You're, why don't you go find a house deal where you can make some money? This thing is a time waster. All right, we'll do it. I have another question on on uh, okay, some yellow quick. letters. Yes. Uh, yellow letters. Uh, I I got a message from Pat Live. Somebody called. They just uh, he they took the name, but they left didn't left the message. How do you talk to people who receive a yellow, a yellow letter. And let me say this. I call this person, and he says, yeah, I received this letter from you. I'm like, oh, and I didn't really have the script to say. Uh, and he says, how did you get my name or number? And, did and Pat live ask him if he had a house for sale? He re he did not leave a message. And well, Why are you calling him? Because I just cause I didn't know if he was a buyer or a seller. Now, if he I was a seller, he would have told you he had a house for sale. Yeah. That's why we have Pat Live. They screen out all the dead wood. Okay. All right. I, and, uh, and I just wanted ask you, to... how'd you get my number? I just rented a list. Yeah, it's okay to say that? Sure. Tell the truth, okay. man. Got no secrets. Tell it like it is. Just rented right, a list. Ron. All right. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome, Mike. Okay, Rashawn. Uh, we are done for this evening. Would you hang around just for a minute, please? Yes. Everybody else, thank you for tuning in tonight. Remember, second Monday of next month, we'll see you again at 7 o'clock. And um, if you are a Quick Turn graduate, I'll see you in two weeks because we have this call on the fourth Monday as well just for Quick Turn graduates uh, alone. All right, go out and make some money and uh, send us your uh, testimonial letters and your pictures when you get them because we plaster them all over the wall. Get down to Jacksonville, you ought to come see our building because you're all throughout it. So good night, everybody, and I'll see you soon.